0: So, no, like, no, 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 no 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 no
1: no no son no no I've fucking
0: been there. Maze you better fire it up dude
2: Shut your mouth you're not God or my father or my boss! Drive
3: your fucking Wally They
1: laugh in New York and they they laugh in San Francisco But they will not be laughing when the mouth of hell opens up and something The whole world is in the power of the evil one devil and the media
3: that he uses to control the world is television
4: discussion about television that captures our imaginations. I'm your host, Anthony Mays, and I'm joined by Jake Hoy, Eden Liu, and Anthony Canton III. This week, we're in the game now. Better Call Saul, Episode 8, Bagman. Oh boy. Cold open, we're at a chop shop in Mexico. Two low-level cabrons are scrubbing the blood out of a Cadillac. Enter a Porsche Cayenne. The Salamanca twins get out incredible reflection and symmetry with them all episode. The twins enter a safe and fill two duffel bags with stacks of cash. And one of the dudes at the chop shop makes a call and snitches to whom we're not exactly sure. AC have the Salamanca twins ever talked?
5: No, it's funny. Cause I was, I went on, I went on YouTube the other day, just looking up old breaking back clips and went back and saw the clip when they shot trader and he had hit one of the twins with the car and, oh, one of the twins did say finish him in Spanish.
0: <laughs> How many appearances have they made so far in Saul? Two. This is only the second? Okay. There's the
4: motel sequence.
0: Yes, which was ledge. I mean, come on. That, yeah, that was, was incredible.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty tremendous.
0: You know what I mean? So you expected big things to happen and this was the quiet Big
4: thing. This episode follows a pretty linear plot. There's not a lot of jumping around. We've got some characters left off the board. We start with Lalo laughing his ass off at a news story about the Poyos Hermanos fire. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> Tony Dalton is so goddamn good in this role. Amazing. Lalo gives so complicado directions to a well that looks like a well. My cousins are going to meet you there with the money. 9 a.m. You'll like them. They're good boys. Saul proposes the twins roll all the way into town and then suggests nacho both get shot down by lalo and he gives jimmy one final opportunity to bail maybe this isn't your thing
5: i was gonna say i felt that was notable that he said that about nacho and there were two things that happened in that scene that i found interesting obviously that part about nacho but the way that he manipulates Jimmy into taking the,
4: the job. Oh, it's interesting. You thought he was manipulating him. Oh yeah, he definitely was. Cause he did
5: the, he did the whole, I'm being casual, but being threatening at the same time, because basically he's telling Jimmy like, okay, I don't really view you as somebody who I can rely on in, in their line of work. I think, Jimmy would take that a little bit uh, more seriously if that's the case, I mean, if he can't actually trust him, as opposed to what he actually said about Nacho. It's like a guy like that with that much money. And, yeah. like, he- Lalo did that a lot in his scenes in, in this episode where he's threatening without having to even change tone of voice pretty much the entire
4: time.
0: Yeah, I love this for the most part. I felt like the manipulation was even a little too obvious by the end.
4: So that's interesting because I didn't read it as manipulation. I was looking at it as Jimmy was legitimately offered an escape.
0: By Lalo.
4: An exit, which was unexpected to me.
0: I think he would have let him walk. Yeah. If Jimmy ultimately wanted to walk that. that So both are true.
4: But it was Jimmy's choice. But it was the way, I love the way
5: that he said, oh, nobody will notice you. You're you're, you're nothing. And it's kind of like juxtaposed to last episode where Jimmy at the end is just telling Howard off and he's going off. It's like, I'm I'm a god and all this stuff. And right immediately, right off the bat in this episode, he's reduced to a
4: minor peak in the universe. It's also a loop closer, Jake. (laughs) when he names his price again (laughs) first time he definitely aimed low turns out he aimed low once again with a hundred thousand dollars less than two percent commission for a little drive through the desert done lalo says (laughs) he's got exactly what he wanted kim arrives home saul is taking an evening shower and marinating strip steaks for fajitas The playful banter is cut short when Kim asks if Jimmy is a friend of the cartel. Jimmy comes dangerously close to lying when he says evidence fell into his lap and Kim has to pry the dollar amount out of him. Kim continues to just, oh man, she's so good in this scene.
6: You're going to pick up $7 million of cartel money? I
2: know what you're thinking, but it's safe. Completely I'm just a quick drive down by the border. The I'll border, be right back. Jimmy.
6: You are an attorney, not a bagman. There's no amount of money that is worth this. Can't his people do it? He trusts me. I'm his attorney. That's
2: it. You're making a bigger deal out of this than you need to. What? But I will pick it up in the morning. I will be done, and I'll be home before you will. Okay. Then I'm going with you. Well, oh, they're only expecting me. You know, one guy? I mean that's kind of the whole point, you know, security through obscurity. Jimmy,
6: this is no, insane. It's just I don't little mean... old me
2: and my little old Suzuki esteem, and there has never been more than fifty bucks in an esteem in the history of esteem. So no one's gonna look at me twice.
6: You sound like you are talking yourself into this. I
2: will be okay. I swear, if I smell even the faintest whiff of anything wrong. I'll be out of there like a shot.
6: I don't like this. I don't want you to do it.
4: Kim,
2: listen, I swear, okay,
4: I'll be fine. Once Jimmy brought up the Suzuki Esteem again, I knew it was curtains for the noble steed, Jake. Yeah, can't name check the Suzuki that much without killing it in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you immediately
0: shot it to the top of the death list, huh?
4: It's odds sword. Oh, that's funny. What is it in Westworld? His life expectancy just went way down. <laughs> it's <horrible. laughs> Good
0: call, dude. Yes.
4: Jimmy is waiting by the well. Great foreshadowing as he carelessly uses his water bottle to get a smudge off of his shoe. Oh, man! (laughs) what great foreshadowing, man. Well done,
0: dude. Yeah.
4: Yo soy abogado. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the line of the episode. (laughs) Yo soy abogado. (laughs) I absolutely loved the framing with the twins getting out of the car and synchronicity using Saul's head as negative space. It was kind of Magritte esque. You guys are just going to (laughs) go. Once the $7 million of cash is in the trunk, Jimmy says, woof. As Jimmy is driving, snacking, singing, the feeling of dread that overwhelmed me while watching was like nothing I've experienced in quite some time. Despite knowing that Saul is going to survive, Jake. Did you feel that way? (laughs) We
0: know he lives. I guess the question is what it was going to cost to get to the next level. That's genuine. I guess that's how they developed that tension. And it felt right there. Because you're right, man.
4: The whole thing was tough. My heart rate skyrocketed right at this point.
5: It was a great way that they built tension and yeah. to your guys' point, Saul lives. We know he lives. And somehow that whole uh, scene that, that that ensues is just yes. amazing. And just not only the way that it was shot, but the tension of the moment and everything that built up to that yeah. and everything after that was really tremendous.
0: It was reminiscent of the car scene I did like in... <laughs> Stephen King show he hated.
4: Outsider. It, yeah, it was the same scenario. That yeah.
0: Tense driving scene and then also the Kurt Russell movie, right? When the trucks just starts following them menacingly. Oh man, when they're out on the road doing the family vacation and the and the trucks hunts them down and takes the wife. Anyway, it's tense, tense, tense stuff for sure. It was like a great thriller moment.
4: This is why I've been enjoying the rewatch process with all the shows we've been discussing lately. Yeah. I can't take notes during an episode of Saul the first time anymore.
0: Oh, it's no, it's not possible.
4: Yeah. I watched the, I watched it twice. I watched. And I
0: didn't twice. get to rewatch this one. So been a hectic week. Otherwise,
4: a Jeep starts following Jimmy, then a Ford and a Chevy appear. Suddenly Jimmy is surrounded by six men with machine guns. Their leader checks the money and tells his men to kill Jimmy Blood splatters and shots ring out. A shootout ensues as a sniper takes them out one at a time, shooting out the tires on two of the cars. A truck slowly pulls up and the identity of the shooter remains concealed as one guy escapes. There's only one man that could have done this in our Albuquerque-verse, and that's Mike Ehrman Trout. showing up like Elmer Fudd, like an old <laughs> Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Let me ask
0: you, weren't you hoping it was the twins?
4: I thought that. That was my initial thought. But they don't snipe.
0: You're right about that.
4: So I
5: wonder if, if Mike showing up this way is what Jade was talking about at the end of the mailbag yesterday when he was talking about Saul and the convenience of people uh, showing up. And that's why he doesn't rate it as a 10. Because, I mean, I don't know. I didn't feel that way.
0: because Okay, but if you're looking forward to the Breaking Bad story, there has to be something in their collective backstory that the bonding comes back, right? Yeah. Now they have a new bond.
5: Yeah. True. Because
0: they were apart. Yes. You know, the the bond was broken. Everything we saw early in the show that we thought was forming the foundation. Yeah, they took a
4: break for a couple of seasons. Yes,
0: exactly. So this unites them again And, and under a common roof.
4: There's a lot of subtext in this scene that's really tremendous. Oh, my God. We have no idea who these six guys are. They're an enemy of the cartel that has no face.
0: An enemy of the cartel that has no face. Let's
4: talk about this, guy.
0: Who's the enemy of the cartel that has no
4: face? The only possible explanation would be Gus, but obviously Gus sent Mike.
0: Gus sent Mike, exactly. It's a frame job. The whole thing's like a setup. Because now, here's my thinking, Gustavo incited this whole thing. Are they an enemy of the cartel, or are they just criminals looking for an opportunity to get 7 mil? They get the tip from Gustavo's crew, because now, when they take out Lalo, it can look like gang warfare and not Gustavo overstepping his bounds. Talk to me. Dude, I'm the theory maker. Theory, 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 maker, 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 maker.
5: Well, here's the thing. Over here's the thing about that, which kind of makes me I could buy into it, is because in, in Breaking Bad, that's what a lot of the guys in the cartel spend their time talking about Gus, saying that we can't let this guy be. That's what that's what Hector always talks about at the beginning. This guy, we can't trust this dude, and, mm-hmm. and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And Gus is kind of always one step ahead. Of everybody Always. all the way until Hector finally gets
0: us. He creates the most believable facade, yes. right? I, For yeah. everything that goes down, everything that happens, it's plausible. he's somehow incited.
4: Yeah, it's plausible. I think they definitely could be related to Gus, but it's a mole calling a person we don't know from the chop shop. Mm-hmm. And then these mm-hmm. six guys show up. They're close to the border. It seems like a rival... Cartel arrival gang from Mexico.
0: Okay, but this is the first opportunity they've had to do anything when they got a mole inside the actual cash operation.
4: It's seven mil.
0: I know, but there was like a hundred mil in that building, dude. You see what I'm saying? This is an inside
4: job. You saying just hit the stash house? It's an
0: inside
4: job. The problem is we're hitting like triple agency again. Yeah, we might be. It's an inside, inside job.
0: It's like the dark of inside jobs. Now my sister is my mother.
4: (laughs) Bootstrap betrayal. Bootstrap mole. Yes, bootstrap mole. (laughs) is understandably in shock. This is baptism by fire. The most breaking bad scene we've ever had in this show. Mike drives Jimmy in the bullet riddled Suzuki esteem while giving him a solemn pep talk. The engine sputters and they roll to a halt. The alternator shot. Literally. Mike removes the license plate and gas cap. Call back to the gas cap trackers used by Gus on Mike and the infamous car deconstruction scene in the first episode of season three Loved this Easter egg. As Mike is about to steer the esteem into a ditch, Jimmy yells "Wait!" and goes to grab his coffee mug from Kim, which has a bullet hole in it. Did you know this was going to happen, Jimmy asks. And Mike says, if I did, I would have brought more guys. So you think he's lying.
0: This is where I say, like, these guys are not related. He created the opportunity the thing to be able to happen but he couldn't necessarily control how it was going to happen
4: there's the six dead guys presumably that news gets back to Lalo is he going to come to Saul and say how do you kill all these six dudes oh oh it's yeah. going
0: to be a problem yeah yeah, yeah, but maybe considering only temporary what we also problem. see later
5: in this. Well, I don't know about temporary, considering what we see later in this episode with Lalo and Kim.
0: As soon as he's out on bail, they're going to take him out.
5: I get that, but I also feel like Lalo is going to do some damage before he goes. I just sure, don't see sure. being the the character that they've kind of written so far really sensing the way we met him. Yeah, the way we met him, and kind of he's been like this foreboding like cloud kind of hanging over the mm. series as it seems like he's going to do something before they take him out. Whatever that means is in terms of Nacho two of the main things that I took out of this episode that not Lalo looks at Nacho as a liability, even mm. though he's Nacho's kind of done all the stuff. to. He still doesn't trust.
0: trust him. He yeah. doesn't
5: trust him at all. So like there's a good chance that he could get him out of there. And Kim is clearly in his crosshairs. He looks at her and he's like, Oh, okay. So she's in this, too. Right. So right, right. I have a chip to play. Yes. In terms of him, Because
0: now she's a friend of the cartel yes. as well. And she never wanted to be. This could be the breaking point you were looking for, AC.
4: RIP Suzuki esteem. They have to get off the road to avoid <laughs> the remaining threat. And Jimmy carries seven million dollars for the first time. A little while later, they take a break. Jimmy mourns the loss of the $1,000 bill, tries to get Mike to help shoulder the load. Then he wants to bury the money in the desert and come back for it. As Mike pointed out, Jimmy was in shock, and now we've skipped ahead to the bargaining phase. The red Bronco appears on the horizon, and it's time to move again. Jimmy and Mike walk through a valley as the clouds time lapse overhead. Mike advises Jimmy to slow down on his water consumption as they prepare to camp because they can't risk moving at night. AC, these next two scenes back-to-back broke my fucking heart, man. Mm, let me tell you. These are,
5: I think, some of the best scenes in the series. Really enjoyed them. Not only, like, just the gravity
4: of it, but just some of the camera shots. Mike questions Jimmy's arrangement with Kim.
2: I should have been home hours ago. This will be tearing her up.
1: Oh, she's just going to think you're out catting around. No, she won't.
2: She's going to think I'm chopped to pieces, dead in some ditch.
1: And why is she going to think that? You saying she knows what you're doing? Not, you know, the details.
2: Just she knows I'm picking up money down by the border, that's all.
1: You told your girlfriend what you're doing. My wife. Wife? Yeah, wife. Congratulations. And what's your wife going to do with this information, do you think? Call the cops? No. Well, people get scared. Call the cops. Pretty standard. She's not calling any cops. Her mother. Girls at the book club. Going to call her boss. Tell her about her missing husband.
2: She's not doing any of that, okay? She knows better. She's just going to be scared out of her mind is all. Oh.
1: Let's hope you're right. (laughs) She knows. She's in the game now.
2: What? No, she's not in the game, all right? She's not even game adjacent. I just told her the truth, a little slice of the truth. That's all. Mm.
4: She's not in the game. Yeah. Then Kim goes to see Lalo in jail.
6: I know I misrepresented myself as a member of your legal team. I apologize for that. I wouldn't be here right now if I didn't absolutely have to be. I know who you are, who you actually are. We have something in common. You want to know where your money is? I want to find Saul Goodman. If you tell me where you sent him, I won't alert the authorities. I won't tell anyone. I will find him and you'll get your money. (sighs) Mr. Salamanca. Who the
1: hell are you that he tells you my business?
6: He didn't betray your confidence. We're married which means I have spousal privilege. Anything he says to me stays with me. No one can make me discuss it. It's as bulletproof, as lawyer-client privilege.
1: To you his wife? Yes. Una buena. Bien por él. <laughs> so you're his wife and you love him and he didn't come home last night and you got scared enough to come down here and talk to me. (laughs) What makes you think he didn't run off with my money, huh?
6: He did not run off with your money.
1: Yeah, maybe not. Not without you.
6: Just tell me where you sent him. That's all I need.
1: I don't think so. Your man, he's, um, He's like the cucaracha, you know? Born survivor. If trouble found him, give it a day.
6: If he's alive, he'll show. And if he's... Well, then, day's not gonna make a difference, is it?
1: All right, well, nice to meet you, Mrs. Goodman.
6: Wait, um, Mr. Salamanca done the camera shot of him
5: leaving and standing over her and her eyes closed that like shot that they got right there was kind of like a red herring there where where that could be potentially where her end could be met
0: you suggesting a kim assassination by lala
5: it could happen i will not be
0: shocked here's the thing it, it cannot happen this season there's no way they've taken Ray Seahorn Jake. out of play in the final season Jake. of this show, Maze.
4: Jake. Yeah? It's not all about the business. It's about the story. Oh, Maze,
0: Maze, Maze, Maze. Come on.
4: The show Jared, cares so about the story, man. The show cares about the story.
0: Kidding me right now. The show you cares about both.
4: the story. You can have just
0: both. look at
5: how this season has been written. Yeah. One of the things that I really loved about last week is the show they just decided we're changing the tone of the series. That was a series tone changing episode. We are no longer in the Mesa Verde. We are no longer in the just the simple schemes. We are in the Breaking Bad era of this show so as we get ready to close and breaking bad we we know how breaking bad ended people was just dying at the end a lot of people was getting murdered in the last two seasons Uh, we had his ex-wife
0: and his son though
5: well no 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 not not those not those two in particular but (laughs) i think you're going down a
0: dark road guys i'm really cautioning you happy ending
5: i was thinking of this the other day as um i looked at saul's first appearance in breaking bad in handcuffs in the dark with cranston and uh and, and Pigman walton jesse if you look at the way that he talks so calmly to them oh Walt, Walt, uh, take your mask off you need to breathe just like just some of the like little yeah. yes. nods yes. to how his character has it's- changed how experienced he is in that moment as yeah. opposed to what he was in this episode He has to have seen so much bad shit in the next two episodes here and the next 13 to close out the series. I think it's going to be bad, man. We're going to feel that heartbreak because the difference between Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, and I was kind of thinking about this too, is that when you look at Walt's story, uh, at the end of the day, we enjoy Walt. But I never found myself rooting for the dude. Mm-hmm. I root for Jimmy. I really am rooting for Jimmy, and yeah. rooting for Jimmy knowing that he's going to end up being who he is anyway—that's yeah. the more compelling part. That's going to make this more sad.
0: But the in, in Breaking Bad, you rooted for Jesse.
5: Yes, I rooted for
4: Jesse. Speak for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you, were for you were rooting for Walt, man. Team Walt. I was rooting oh, for hell, Hank, bro. dude. You you know? for I was rooting for Hank. Walt again. Oh my gosh I'm team Walt ever since when he owns Tuco You're always loving me. That got me on team Walt and I never looked back As Lalo puts the pieces together Tony Dalton's glee is captivating Kim's not making it out of this alive There's just no way can't see a way where she is out of the game and safe. I want to
0: hold you guys to this, okay? You're saying this season.
4: I'm scared it's going to be this season or early next season. Put a yeah, percentage yeah, I feel, on it. I feel, I feel like it. I feel like the chances. You want to get a death pool going, Jake? Is that what you want? You want a goddamn death pool?
0: I mean, I do. Yeah, I'm on the no. I'm on the firmly not happening this season side. I'm going to stake my ground right here and right now. Not happening.
5: So before episode six, I was maybe at like 15 to 20%. Now, after this episode, I am at 50-50 that she survives this season. I'm at 50-50. They've just made so many knots to it. The marriage... The relationship uh-huh. being at its breaking point. It's
4: really accelerated a lot in the last two.
5: Yes. They really like put the pedal to the metal as far as like their relationship and,
4: I mean, and her right being involved
5: that. in this yeah. now.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
5: I think this next episode is titled bad choice road. That's a, just an interesting title in itself. And <laughs> I think, <laughs> And I think Kim just putting herself in Lalo's crosshairs. I think. That should tell you all you need to know about like, okay, it's not something that I feel like they would do unless they were going to capitalize on that, change the tone even more going into the final season. I, I,
0: I see much more symbolism going on throughout this episode. So you've got her sitting with her back turned and Lalo up above her. It's the weight of all of that hanging over what's between them. Okay, I got the truth. Now, this is what the truth is, mm-hmm. you know? And can I get past that? And here's my new reality, right? I don't even know where he is. He's out in the middle of the desert. He could be dead in a ditch.
4: La cucaracha.
0: And Jimmy's out <laughs> in the desert with what amounts to his conscience chasing him down. His conscience is hunting him, and he's trying to get away. And then you've got the whole thing with Mike and the reflective blanket, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, so he starts wrapping himself and he's even got an extra one. And you're thinking, is Mike now turning into some kind of father figure where his brother had been, albeit a terrible one?
4: (laughs) The Mike scene was more chilling to me than the Lalo scene Mm -hmm. because Mike's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yep
0: laying out the truth right he
4: could not believe it mike knows the game better than anyone he knows how the game is played and that is his number one priority to keep stacy and kaylee as far away from that shit as fucking possible right and this schmohawk lawyer comes in (laughs) hey i got married i told my wife everything (laughs) what are you doing right He had a look of disgust on his face. Like, he's like, what? This fucking guy. <laughs> it was great. Mike's water trap yields a few thimblefuls of water, and he tells Jimmy to save his piss in his Davis and Maine water bottle. Lobby C phrase, I got the plays, which is the sample for Eminem's My Name Is. Definitely fake <laughs> me out on that.
0: Yeah, big time. A Jade special.
4: Saul of Arabia <laughs> now has a shoulder rig made out of his jacket, tying the duffels together. Then he decides he's going to drag the duffels on the ground, which is a terrible idea. He tears a hole in one of the bags. It's leaking hundred dollar bills. As he goes to collect them, he kicks a cactus and backslides to the anger phase. I'm going to die in this dirt one way or the other. Let's get it over with. (laughs) Mike offers one last Mike pep talk. I have people. I have people
1: waiting for me. They don't know what I do. They never will. They're protected. But I do what I do so they can have a better life. And if I live or if I die, it really doesn't make a difference to me as long as they have what they need. So when it's my time to go, I will go knowing I did everything I could for them. Now you ask me how I keep going. That's
5: how. It reinforces the strength of his character.
4: Then the Ford Bronco appears once again. Jimmy pushes his chips into the middle of the table, telling Mike to get that thing ready as he walks out to the road in the space blanket as bait. Mike takes out the driver and the Ford Bronco flips over and rolls until it is fucked up beyond recognition. Jimmy drinks the piss. Credits. (laughs) I definitely thought... They were going to get the car. <laughs> <laughs> so much for that. You don't think he could have taken out the driver without taking all the wheels off the car and making it completely impossible to use? It's so funny. It looks It looks like
5: creatively that they wanted to do so. They used a little bit of a green screen, but they actually had a, a stuntman in the car. It was pretty interesting to watch them do that in real time. That was pretty cool.
4: AC and I are clearly allied against Jake in this Kim debate. I guess AC is leaning more towards the middle. I'm. I'll go ahead. I'll go all in. Jake, she's not making it to season six. There, I said it. <laughs> Jake, Jake's actually gonna be back in a, in, a, in a minute. Exactly. You had to run away from this take because it was so hot.
5: <laughs> I feel like the show has definitely been making uh, nods towards that. And, I mean, I don't know how you feel necessarily about that being the vehicle for Jimmy becoming the cold-hearted, sleazy lawyer 100% uh, that he is in, in Breaking Bad. Like, say if they do this now, they just kill her off at the end of end of the season. Do you feel like, that would justify the complete turn at the end or is there more to visit as uh, we get towards the close of the series
4: well it's interesting because i feel like we've crossed the line several times it's kind of like we keep crossing new lines yeah end of season four really felt like he changed his name He saw now right And then this whole season has still been the metamorphosis. But each episode, he's essentially gone a little deeper.
0: He was Saul in name only at the outset of this season. So now we have two seasons to see the psychological transformation, which effectively would be the entire trajectory of Breaking Bad, right? Because the first four seasons were the backstory, if you will, the origin story. And maybe, we're not sure, maybe there's a whole episode of Gene at the end of next season. That would be cool. Or half the season is Gene.
4: Oh, my God. No, I'm out. Why
0: not? (laughs) Really? In black and white, dude.
4: I don't want to watch Alexander Payne's Nebraska starring Bob Odenkirk. (laughs) But that's the thing that's interesting.
5: Like, next season is 13 episodes, so they got some room to work with.
4: That's what I mean. They got a lot of bullets left in the chamber. This is what we've been talking about. They have those ones ready. That tells me
0: that Kim's there at least half the season. There's no way that—you t- can't tell me they're doing 13 episodes without Ray Seahorn. Not happening. Not happening. All right. I'm going to go full Rush Limbo on you with this. I'm Alex, I'm Alex Jones in this show. Don't put oh me in God. rush
4: limbo. <laughs> so uh, hold on. I
0: I'm as sure th- of this as rush limbo is that the Corona is nothing more than a common cold.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I do think one thing about what you're saying is true. I feel like they would not do Kim and Nacho at the same time, I feel like they would separate those deaths and then Lalo too.
0: Here's what happens, guys. I just came up with what they're doing.
5: Oh, let's hear it. Theory God, here he
0: goes. Talk to me. Dude, I'm the theory maker. Theory, theory, theory maker, 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 maker. maker, maker. Jimmy has to assassinate Nacho and his father to prove he's a friend of the cartel oh and my God. Kim is running the grill while the other guys are watching. Trust me. This is how it's going down. The twins show up with all the food.
4: <laughs> it's a cookout death? Or is it the opening of Hunters? What are you talking about?
0: Cookout assassination. <laughs>
4: Oh my
0: god Dude You see these cartels You see how they operate This is a spectacle The big initiation This is a godfather type scene It might be an entire bottle episode Oh man Open up on the ranch dude You're killing me (laughs) man.
4: Stick to poetry based theories Jake (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> here's an important thing for the timeline though ac in saul's debut in breaking bad he's got lalo and nacho's name in his mouth he can't know that they're both dead wait a minute he's talking about him Ooh. so we're saying so lalo and nacho were gonna outlive kim oh yeah i feel like kim gonna die first oh
0: i hadn't considered that part of it you're saying Lalo? There's no way Lalo's getting off this season.
4: Not this season.
5: No, Lalo's definitely not dying this season. Oh. I tell you, he's gonna get some. He's gonna get some murders off before it's all said and done.
0: Ooh, you know, I wasn't thinking in those terms.
4: Yeah, he's gonna that definitely get some murders.
0: True off. to me,
4: it is possible though that we maybe get that scene before the end of the show. Saul in the desert scene with Walt and Jesse.
5: Yeah, there's always been a rumor that they might have them come back.
4: They could drop that into the narrative without even necessarily showing it. True. Couldn't they just
0: show us the original footage?
4: Yeah, they could do that. Oh,
0: gotcha. I see. They're not going to recreate it. They
4: don't need to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't need to. We don't necessarily have to end season six. Like right before that scene.
0: No, it could pass that scene. You're absolutely right. That'd be cool.
4: But this is the connective tissue that I like to to think about how they're gonna thread the two together. Did you guys like this one better than six?
0: I would say no.
4: I think I'm still going six. Wexler versus Goodman.
5: Olden Kirk was at his his best in terms of just the Machiavellian way that he's did the scheme in there. Narratively, with, with him and Kim, like their relationship was pushed to like a, a breaking point. And I found that to be very compelling. Now, I found this episode to just be beautifully shot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Gilligan directed this episode. Yeah, yeah. This was his episode this season. The Mike and Jimmy scene was was important. And I thought Lalo talking about Nacho and talking to Kim were important for this episode uh, going forward in the series.
0: I like the throwback stuff, but... We walked this journey in Breaking Bad. It didn't feel as new as the previous two episodes. And certainly as Six. Six felt like this is better, Call Saul, very much doing its own thing, what it has developed over the course of this creation, right? And it's culminating in a moment like that, in an episode like that, where it's it's operating fully to me on its own voice. And whereas this episode is a hybrid episode that while i appreciate it greatly i don't feel like it's treading new territory it's sort of almost like it's it's excelling again at what it's already excelled at in the previous show
5: that's very interesting how they stick the landing here and not Mm -hmm. only these last two but the next 13 the elements are going to change and we've moved away from uh, some of the earlier portions of the series uh-huh, where yeah. they were a little bit more slow-moving. Yeah. Pace has ratcheted up a little bit here. A lot. In the in these last <laughs> uh, two to three episodes, it feels different. The tone yeah. of it is different
0: now. Oh, dude, it's not even close. This is my favorite season. This oh, is yeah. the best season great. they've done. Like, yes. As much as I was enjoying the show, it exceeded all expectations, obviously. Yeah. Now it's like, wow, this is been killer this season.
5: I thought seven and Wall and his recap kind of made a really good point. Gilligan and them have gotten to a level now where while Breaking Bad is still the better show, they've gotten to a level, storytelling-wise, that you can make the argument that it surpassed Breaking Bad, because I do find that they are telling stories at a very high level here.
0: We'll see. I'm happy to be in the universe. I'm I'm so glad they made a universe that is comparable. It can't be discussed in terms of surpassing because that final Breaking Bad season was so amazing. Oh, it was insane. So it's a high bar, you know, and we'll see yeah. if they can make it. But I believe in them.
5: Enough people are talking about it.
0: Yeah. Reaching
5: even, yep. around the level of Breaking Bad is a victory yeah. for Gilligan because I don't think... To your point, we could have ever expected this show to get near that level.
0: Just to be compared to Jordan? Okay, so we're going to yes. even have this conversation? Yes, is that's something. a great,
5: great comp right there. That's perfect. If you took me back to the first season of this show, I'm not saying it was bad or anything. It took a while for this show to kind of cook and marinate and build itself there. I thought season three, we got some good stuff with Jimmy and Chuck's feud. Really like taking center stage, doing it in a way that was really personal, but also well thought of and smart at the same time. This season, they are reaching their peak. They're operating at a very high level. So,
0: time. I think the best case scenario is that they cannot be uncoupled and that yeah. they will simply be one thing that unites into this remarkable viewing experience unmatched.
5: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair because when you think about spinoffs, when have you seen a spinoff get to a level where you're like, damn, this is in the conversation with the original, especially when the original is on such a high level.
0: What is a spinoff that would even, in this space, because I don't think of them happening in the dramatic area.
5: Yeah, they're really not done like that. They're done in comic book world. (laughs) Shared
0: universe. uh,
5: Shared universe and uh, subset characters and stuff like that. That's more done there. Here is one of the rare ones where they've done it and succeeded.
4: The Jordan analogy is a good one. I like to think of Breaking Bad as young Jordan. He's dunking on everything. (laughs) He's athletic as fuck. Oh, I love this. I love where you're going with this. He's unmatched physically. (laughs) He's just raw energy. (laughs) Then... He goes and plays baseball, takes a little break, comes back, (laughs) better call Saul, is Vet Jordan. He knows all the moves, Yeah. knows where all the shots on the court are, he knows just to get to his spots, and you can't stop him, and he may be a little slower and he may not be able to jump quite as high as the greatest athlete ever of all time, but he's smarter. And that's what Better Call Saul is. That's interesting. I like that. That works. That's perfect. Yep. Before we wrap for this week, wouldn't you do this for hundred grand? AC? Go. No, I'd be too afraid. You have to be too afraid of the cartel. <laughs> Jake?
0: Oh, man. Dude, I think I would be in.
4: Let's say you know <laughs> you <laughs> live. Yes, definitely. Oh, then, then yeah, survival?
0: Guarantee I, survival? Guarantee survival that is. No
4: easy. problem, dude. No problem? <laughs> No
0: problem, dude. I'll take the trauma. No problem. You gotta drink the trauma. (laughs) Oh come on, that's the easy part. I mean, that's just that was fear factor. That's how Joe Rogan launched his career. Come on, dude. (laughs) If you watch Survivor, that's easy. (sighs) Try catching and eating a tarantula.
4: I spent a week in the desert at Burning Man, and it was one of the most brutal physical experiences of my whole life. I would do it for a hundred grand.
0: Hey, you didn't say, could you do it? You said, would you do it? I, I mean, I probably would come out dead.
4: <laughs> Just carrying the money alone. I will say that was
0: the one of the thing you talk about, like establishing shots in this show. But when they drop the money at his feet and then he like stumbles trying to get it, you know, after they like lugged it one arm in their stride, you know, and then he's got to be like, oh, man, a little help. <laughs> Little waiting for you now. I mean, it's funny, these level shows always have now this episode. It's akin to, to the Sopranos when he goes into his death coma dreams. Right, right, he's right. The salesman. Feel like Breaking Bad did this in the desert.
5: Four days later, I thought was the um was the mm-hmm. title of the episode, which mean I've been meaning to go on back and watch that because uh Wall was saying that was like a direct comparison to this yep. episode.
0: Very much so, right? And yeah. they're like cooking, they're making They're making moves, they're getting ahead. What yeah. a great idea. <laughs> <Now> they're trapped <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> He's got a chemistry as way out of a super bad situation. Did Lost have a version of this maze or it's just too oh, many? Oh yeah,
4: John Locke walkabout. Every John Locke episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Was it focused the whole episode? focused on him
4: well they did that thing where they shifted the main focus character by character every week but then there's b-plots
0: flashback see the tough thing about that is i don't consider that the same because those were all done in retrospect Mm -hmm. those stories were all told this is the present story effectively (laughs) you know in in the show we're watching
4: another great episode of Saul. we can't wait to talk about the final two Stay tuned for part two of this episode where we talk about the seventh episode of Devs. For AC and Jake, I'm Anthony Mays. See you next time. You drink one, drink two, drink three Long Island iced teas. But your buddy's worse
3: off and he throws you his car keys. Blue lights are blinking four o'clock in the morning. St. trooper makes you wish that you'd never been born. Better call Saul, better call Saul. You want to tell the world you're in love with a girl named Fran? So you find an overpass and you say it with a spray paint can. Blue lights start a-blink and those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You'll fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man just for all. You better call Saul. Just a couple of beans There's a George Foreman grill Down the back of your blue jeans They caught you at the checkout The blue light's blink. Only one got a call Cause the others all stink better call, better call Saul Better call Saul Better call Saul Your husband disappeared In a most convenient way Now your troubles are gone His insurance will surely pay You get to the bank But the cops say Whoa, who are you gonna die When they lock you down cold? Saul, Saul You better Your backs to the wall and stick it to the man justice. Send your own hair Who knew there was a homeless guy Sleeping in there Better call Saul Better call Saul Better call Saul The FBI finds kids Trapped in your creepy van You stay real cool And tell them you're the ice cream man But all that crying Just gave you away Who are you gonna call To skip a prison Stay Saul Saul You better call Saul To fight for your rights When your back's to the wall stay to the man Justice for all You better call